one thing about the mind, it's got a funny way of blowing things out of proportion. When you start to truly rationalise it, you realise, oh, actually, it's not such a big deal. Or oh, this is, in fact, doable. Hey, girlfriend, we are back. Welcome. It's the Curl Squad's Curl Power Podcast with me, your host, Zoe Fox. First of all, I hope you have had a great summer and thank you for your patience while I have been off doing my best mom bit. Um, Yeah, it was the little one six weeks holidays and I really needed to make sure that I was present, that she was having a good time and she really enjoyed recording that little episode for you that we dropped a couple of weeks back. So, how have you been? How have the last few weeks been for you? I hope they've been good. First of all, I would really like to just acknowledge the ever-expanding listenership of the podcast. We actually ended up getting into the Apple charts for self-help podcasts like a week or so ago. So that was amazing. We've soon dropped out again, but the glory was all good while it lasted. I'm always astounded at just how far and wide this podcast goes. So I'd like to start the return with just giving big shout outs to all of the Curl Power podcast listeners far and wide who are just tuning in and have just got a little zest for life and know that they want to squeeze as much joy and fun out of life as is possible. So shout out to all the listeners in the United Kingdom, the United States, Belgium, India, Spain, Australia, the Russian Federation, Canada, Cyprus, Sweden, Germany, Peru, Tanzania, South Africa, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Finland, Malawi, Singapore, ooh, ooh, Mexico, Turkey and the Dominican Republic. So big shout out to the Curl Power crew worldwide. So if you are tuning in to the podcast for the very first time and you're wondering what it's all about, the Curl Power podcast is probably a bit confusing because when I first started out, it was more geared around speaking to women in the natural hair community, sharing my own natural hair journey. Because for me, finding a community of like-minded women who were all on a journey to really embrace themselves and shake off the beauty standards that were thrust upon us and who were all sort of suffering really as a result of having a lack of representation when we grew up. So that's how it all began, but life happens. I'm evolving at a fast rate and I'm being called more than ever to just be 100% authentic, follow my heart and just go in the direction of which I'm being called. (laughs) And that is just to make sure that women across the world are feeling empowered, a feeling as though it's possible to live a full, happy, joyful, prosperous life despite the stuff that life throws at us, because I know just how hard life can get. My boyfriend died when I was 18 years old. Very suddenly, that totally shook my world. I went into PTSD, depression, anxiety disorder, you name it. My mental health was, yeah, I was not in a good place for over a decade. I then started putting in the work to gain some self-awareness really around the issues that I was experiencing and I've just been on a hardcore mission ever since to just hack my own mindset really and to see just how much I can get out of life by changing the way that I'm thinking, undoing outdated thinking patterns and just yeah, just really trying to push and see 
how good life can get. And I want that for everybody as well. I want you to know that if you're somewhere now that doesn't feel good or feels less than ideal or not exactly where you want to be, it's possible to change it. The power is in your hands. Now, I felt like I lost everything when I sustained my spinal cord injury at the beginning of the pandemic on my daughter's first birthday. Of all times, I mean, there's never going to be a good time, but the career that I was working for sort of had to step aside from that. We just moved into a new house. Honestly, everything was just like, I had no choice but to really look hard at myself and my life and think, where am I going and what am I doing? So that experience of sustaining a life-changing spinal cord injury has really taken my personal development to a new level. Like I've been on this thing for 16 years in a mild fashion, 10 years in a hardcore fashion. And the last two years, I've just been going really hard at pursuing my greatest potential. And I've been amazed at what I've discovered once I've started pushing myself in new directions. And that's why I'm like, ah, ladies, if you want to do this, like do this, honestly, you will thank yourself for it. So to know that we've got listeners all over the world now that are feeling the message or on a similar kind of mission makes my heart sing. So I'm really excited to be back with this episode of the Curl Squad's Curl Power podcast. So I was so excited to get here and get this episode recorded and get back on your airwaves because I've missed it. It's been a great summer, but I have missed delivering the podcast. So I thought, yeah, I'll drop the little one off and then we'll head into the studio, bring some joy, bring some zest, bring some love to you guys. So I'm driving, minding my own business. And I tell you what, there is nothing like driving in London to test your zen and to test just how evolved you've become and I've mentioned in the podcast other occasions where London bus drivers have um, really tested my my personal development let's put it that way so today I'm driving there's a woman standing at the zebra crossing so I've stopped to let this woman cross over behind me there's some woman doing a three-point turn in the middle of the road and then she starts bibbing me up So I'm looking in the mirror and she's like gesturing at me and I'm like, whoa, lady, you better calm yourself down. And then she keeps bibbing, keeps bibbing. So I'm looking at her in the mirror and she's just giving it all the arm gestures and hand gestures. And I'm like, you know what? Not today. Not today. Breathe it out. And I'm just going to keep heading to the studio so I can come and connect with my beautiful audience and deliver the podcast that I've been really excited to deliver. This woman was looking at me like I'd killed her cat, peed on her pillow, stolen her man. Honestly, it just was not warranted, considering that there was somebody actually crossing over the road, which is the reason that I wasn't driving in the first place. I'm not just sitting in the middle of the road for fun. Anyway, I went about my business, turned left, and I was like, you know what? That's made me really, really angry. (laughs) So I'm like, breathe, breathe. And I'm like, you know, I I need to honour this feeling within me because I'm angry. I wanted to give her a piece of my mind. I'm not about that life anymore. I am really trying to pursue bringing light to the world. I don't need to be another voice of conflict or an energy of conflict. There's enough of that going on. So I'm like, right now, my mission is to be the love and be the light, not to be the 
aggravation. I've got more self-control than she does right now. She's probably having a bad day. Maybe somebody has killed her cat or peed on her pillow or stole her man. So let me just carry on getting to where I'm going. So I pulled up outside the studio and I'm like, oh, lots of feelings, lots of feelings. <laughs> and as zen, as I'm working on being right now, you can't be deluded to think that it's okay to just not acknowledge the feelings. But what I noticed today was that instead of allowing the anger to dwell for too long, I started crying. And I was okay with that because it's energy. And I, I recognised that this was the energy now finding its way out without me having an argument, without me adding to a volatile situation, without me, you know, taking that anger and passing it on to somebody else. Wouldn't it be a wonderful world if everybody stepped out a little bit more mindfully? She must have been going through some stuff to be that impatient. Like literally, she decided to do a three-point turn in the middle of the road and then expected everybody to comply around her. There's probably some stuff that she needs to work through herself. But imagine if she was just like, oh, look, there's somebody crossing the road. Let me just patiently wait here until the traffic starts moving again. If we could all take a little bit more responsibility about how we present to the world and what, what we're giving to the world, the world would be a much better place. I'm wondering how many of us are finding ourselves impacted by the behaviour of others. And I know I've spoken about this in previous episodes, um, such as who and what is killing your vibe. But because this was just because this has just happened as I, as I was on my way in, I thought I'd address it again. So, yeah. What does it take to bring more light into a world of darkness? What can we all do individually to perhaps not react to someone who's obviously having a bad day? Don't let their bad mood and bad day become your problem. Acknowledge your feelings of anger and your emotions too, because I'm not saying sit on it, because that's certainly not healthy. Because unprocessed anger can manifest into illness within your body. So I know that because I lived there for a long time as well. But yeah, I enjoyed crying it out. Well, I wouldn't say I enjoyed crying it out. But it felt good to acknowledge that the energy was moving through me. And let myself have a little cry. Even though I was like, she ain't making me cry. I'm not crying because of her. I'm crying because... <laughs> ego. The ego is always available. <laughs> but yeah. Let's bring a little bit more light and peace into this world. So with that said, that would have been me over 10 years ago. The angry driver, the person that had no self-control over my emotions because there was just so much going on and I was unconscious. I was unconscious of the impact of my emotions and the things that I've been through on my life and how that was not only impacting my life, but impacting others through my behavior. And letting go of patterns, it's not easy. It's not easy. Becoming conscious of your patterns can be challenging. Often at times, like today, with the angry woman driver behind me, that was sort of testing my old patterns. And a really good way to identify patterns that are possibly no longer serving you is by noticing these feelings of conflict or feelings of friction that come up or feelings of resistance. Like I'm at a point in my life now where I am going really, really hard at trying to shine a light 
on anything that is holding me back because the energy at the moment is pulling me forward and it's pulling me forward at a really fast rate and I want to go with that but I'm also noticing these little things that are cropping up that are points for stop and pause or points for reflection or points where I'm like doubting that I should take an action and these are the points where you can be like oh what is that all about it could be feelings about somebody else someone might bring some stuff up within you a lot of the time if there are people that evoke feelings within us that are not all that positive there's something that we can learn from that what is it that that person is bringing up inside of you that's making you react in that way i had a similar situation with myself i was feeling a little bit salty about somebody and i was like why am i feeling that what is that all about so i did a little problem solving on it so you write down what is the initial feeling that is bringing up for you and it's like oh they don't care or they're dismissive of me and you're like, well, what is that all about? Well, that's a desire to be seen. Well, what's the desire to be seen about? Well, I suppose it's about feeling human connection. Well, what's why do you need to feel a human connection? Because if it evokes feelings of joy, love, perhaps. Um, yeah, it evokes some positive feeling. Why do you need to feel positive feelings? Well, because positive feelings are what make this experience feel like one that's worth living. So if you're able to drill down and drill down and drill down, it's really quite easy to get to the core of what it is that this feeling is all about. And for me, it was just about, yeah, a feeling of connection that I didn't feel as though I was getting from somebody who doesn't necessarily owe me something but someone who I value in my heart um, or have valued in my heart at some point of my life and didn't necessarily feel like it was being reciprocated but when you drill down into it you realize it's not about the person that person's just living their life it's more about me and what's missing in my life or what it is that I'm trying to create in my life so it's easy for us to want change in our life but it's not so easy to really scrutinise ourselves. It's not so easy to dig down into these painful layers that have become like defence mechanisms in many respects. And it's like generally you're not going to want to go running into painful situations. It's like the gym. If you haven't gone to the gym before or, or you've been away from the gym for a long time and you know you want to get started, but you know it's going to be really difficult to get back into the swing of it. And that first session, you're going to feel it. The second session, you're going to feel it. The third session, you're going to feel it. By the fourth session, okay, yeah, I remember why I used to love this so much. Or, okay, now I can see why people enjoy going to the gym. By the fifth session, you're into it. Sixth session, you know, so on and so forth. Before then, you start to see the results. This is like the healing work. Nobody really wants to go to painful places. It's a natural human response to avoid pain. But in avoiding pain, that is keeping us stuck. That's why so many of us sit comfortably inside the confines of our comfort zone. Because going outside is just a little bit too risky. You don't know who's going to be out there. You don't know what you're going to uncover. 
What if I told you that taking that risk of stepping outside will often reward you in ways far greater than you can ever imagine? Once you start becoming conscious and mindful of these little things that are holding you back, they might not even be little things, they could be huge things. And when they feel huge in your head, it makes it even more difficult to challenge them, to tackle them. It's like, how do you even know where to start? So I would just go through your day noticing where you're having less than ideal thoughts and feelings whether it's within your interactions with other people or perhaps there's something that you need to do and you're noticing that you are avoiding it. There's something about avoidance within you. Go into that. What is that avoidance about? Ask yourself that question five times. Write it down on a piece of paper. I'm avoiding this because ask yourself why. Go down into the next level answer that for yourself and keep drilling down and before you know it you get to the essence of what that avoidance is really about once you're able to comprehend that you realize actually more often than not it's not such a big thing that your head is making it out to be that's one thing about the mind it's got a funny way of blowing things out of proportion When you start to truly rationalise it, you realise, oh, actually, it's not such a big deal. Or this is, in fact, doable. And there will be sisters that are listening to this episode and thinking that perhaps you can't change. Or that you are subject to your experience. But sis, I just want you to know that there's nothing to lose and there's everything to gain. Worst case scenario... You stay stuck where you are. Best case scenario, you unveil unveil something about yourself that has the capacity to transform your ability to go for what you want in life. Now, as long as you don't have any medical conditions or hormone imbalances that need addressing, there's no reason why you can't start to take control of your experience. There's no reason why you can't start delving into these uncomfortable places with your torchlight, bringing the light to it and realising, oh, okay, yeah, it's not such a big thing. After all, it's just a story that I've been telling myself. It's like my daughter. She is what you would call a picky eater. I don't know what I did to, (laughs) to create this because she started off her life on the very best. I'd go down to the farmer's market every weekend, buy a whole bunch of organic veg, bring it home, cook these amazing little organic veg concoctions for her. She was living her best foodie life from the point she started weaning. After my injury, I don't know if it was just a coincidence. I think actually it was probably more to do with the timing of her age and stuff like that. But it's like somebody flicked the switch somewhere within her that says beige food only please so she will turn her nose up at anything that i'm eating anything that is mixed up or saucy or anything like that she's like she's like i don't like it i'm like how can you say you don't like it when you've never even tried it and she's like i don't like it i mean what you're saying then is that you don't like the look of it because you don't know you that you don't like it because you've never actually tried it what you are in in fact, doing, my dear, is telling yourself a story that you don't like it because you don't like how it looks. But that's not actually a fact. Like I was cooking um, a chickpea curry the other day 
and she was helping me and some of the sauce splashed out onto my arm and she just licked it without even thinking about it and I was like ah I said did you like it she's like yeah but I don't like it because I don't like chickpeas (laughs) yeah but you like the sauce don't you so what stories are you telling yourself about why you cannot take yourself to that next level why you can't achieve what it is that is in your heart like I know that deep down inside you know within yourself that you're capable of amazing things. Not only are you capable, but you deserve amazing things. I'm getting goosebumps now because I know that there's you're going to be out there listening to this and thinking, yeah, I do deserve amazing things because I'm a good person. I've got a good heart. My soul is pure. And I want to see how good life can get. And I know that too, which is why I'm doing this podcast and I'm trying to lure you out of your shell, sis, so you can come and live in this beautiful life of possibilities so many women are struggling right now so many women have got a sense inside that something doesn't feel right but they don't know how to go about changing it so many women are getting caught up with the doom and gloom of what's in the news and what's coming down the media line and I get it if you're watching the news at the moment it's a bleak dark scary place cost of living crisis new Tory government, people are really going through some stuff at the moment. People are really going through some stuff. And if that's you right now, I'm sending you a big energetic hug and I want you to know that where you are at the moment is not necessarily going to be where you're going to stay. All right, so keep that keep that hope in your heart and keep moving forward. Keep taking small steps every day or every week just in the trust of knowing that you do have some power with regards to what happens in your life and to your outcomes. If I flash back in my life to before I started really doing this work, honestly, when when I meet people now, it's really nice. People have some really nice things to say about my vibe and my energy, and I'm so grateful for that. But I'm like, (laughs) if you knew me like 15 years ago, you would not, you wouldn't believe I was the same person. Sometimes I wish I could have old me as a guest on the podcast because I would be slapping her upside down in this room honestly like shaking her about come on do you know what you're capable of do you know your future self is telling you right now girl you don't know what you're capable of your future self is asking you right now to have a little bit of trust and a little bit of faith Your future self is asking you to take the time to slow down, to breathe and to connect with your highest potential. Your higher self is out there ready to guide you. You just need to create the room and the space in your life to listen, to connect with your breath, to connect with your intuition and see what knowledge and wisdom is waiting to come for you. Because trust me, one of the big things that I've learned over the last few years is when you create the space to slow down, it's astonishing what you can discover about yourself and this is one of the problems in the in the society that we live in when everybody is so used to being stimulated 24 7 you know we've got the phones literally at the touch of our fingertips instead of sitting comfortably in the silence and creating the room for us to just exist and be in a little bit of a void of space, just being truly present. 
we're all picking up our phones and scrolling and looking at this person and looking at that person and watching this person's life and you know in doing that how are we connecting with what our highest potential is and I've actually enjoyed quite a break off social media in the summer I've got a love-hate relationship with it because it is a really good place to connect with other people but I so long to connect with people in person you know what I mean I so long to connect with people who share the same values and I've got that little inkling within them that life can be better and I don't know man I'm just not finding my heart feeling totally fulfilled via the means of social media because I think there's so much noise you know I'll go I'll go onto my phone to do something and next thing you know I'm on Instagram or TikTok next thing you know I'm scrolling watching doom and gloom and I'm like oh my gosh how did I just get sucked into that so it's about being really mindful and bringing yourself back and I know I talk about it all the time because it's like it's something that I'm observing within myself and I know that when I've got the discipline to be like okay that's enough scrolling put the phone down it makes such a difference and then you can consciously think about what you want to create in that space is it just the space to sit and be and breathe or the space to connect with a vision for yourself and just visualize fantasize about a life that you want for yourself because once you can start to create it in your mind's eye you can start to make it a reality it took for me to lose everything essentially at the point of my injury when my body was broken and I've been traumatized time and time and time again at the points in my life where I ripped myself off from having any sort of a positive future where I'm at now I can't believe it my journey has taken me to the most beautiful beautiful places and because I opened up my heart and I opened up my mind and I've just decided yeah I'm going to see how good life can get and in doing that life is showing me it's given me all the evidence of how good life can get all the things that I never thought were possible for me are becoming possible because I've allowed the idea that question of what is possible to be posed so now I'm going out and I'm learning what's possible and my mind is being blown oh my god I can't wait to share some stuff with you and I'm not talking about the material pleasures in life I'm talking about peace of mind you can't put a price on that you cannot put a price on having peace of mind it's everything because I lost my mind at one point in my journey and I know the cost that that had on my experience without my mental health intact without your mental health intact the experience of life is not an enjoyable one so for me now to be in control of my experience makes my heart glow in immeasurable ways because i am taking risks that i would never have dreamed of i'm making moves that i would never have had the confidence to do and i'm just doing it whereas before i would have told myself every single story under the sun as to why i shouldn't take that action or why i shouldn't make that move or ruling myself out before anybody else had the chance to rule me out like what is that for self sabotage so sis if you are out there right now and you are going through some stuff as i know many of you are as i've already said i just want you to know that you can start to take some form of action today to improve your experience and to open up possibilities you know I'm always one for journaling and even if it's just that even if it's buying yourself a notepad make it a pretty one one that you can enjoy getting out honestly I am like the queen of notepads 
I've got notepads everywhere. One for ideas, one for journals, one for um, journal questions to ask myself, one for a gratitude list, another one that I've got that I use for affirmations. I'm a Virgo, so I don't like too much cross-contamination. <laughs> so I have little books for this and little books for that. Get yourself a book or two. Write out some stuff. Use it as an opportunity to express yourself. Use it as an opportunity to write down the things that you want for yourself. Because, sis, that's another thing. Once you start writing things down, I swear, some sort of magic happens. The things I've been writing down over the last couple of years are coming to pass. And I'm not saying it's all down to magic, but there's something about taking pen to paper, connecting with the creative part of your brain, committing that into ink and having a visual reminder of something that is important to you or something that you want to manifest for yourself. It certainly helps in the process of bringing it into a reality. Start putting in the work today. And you will astound yourself Honestly, it might be weeks, it might be months, but I promise you there's going to come a point where you look back at your life and you're like, wow, I wish I'd have started doing this work sooner. But everything happens in divine timing. You come to the right place at the right time when you're meant to. But if you have got a voice inside that is urging you to take the next step to do something to change your experience, to make it a more joyful one, a more prosperous one, a more exciting one, a more aligned one. Start listening to the call. That it's okay to drop the weight from around our necks of the emotional burdens of the past. We don't need to wear the jewellery of the traumas, of the misfortunes that we've come across in our lives. It's okay to take off that brick that's dragging you back. It's time to take those shackles off. Like you didn't consciously put them on. They've just been formed over time through experiences and things that have happened. But now you're aware, you can look down at your feet and be like, hmm, these serve no purpose for me. In fact, they're slowing me down and they're pulling me backwards. So now we're gonna start on picking the lock. I'm not saying it's gonna be easy and not necessarily gonna go and find the key straight away. But just by bringing more mindfulness to the situation, it's going to be easier to be like, ah, okay, that's what that is. Let's move beyond that. Next thing you know, you're running off into a field of wheat into the sunset, Theresa May style. That's a Prime Minister reference if you're from outside of the UK. And yeah, just running off into your towards your best future life. It's a new day. We're living in a new energy you're in a new place. You haven't got to play by the rules of yesterday that you set for yourself. It's okay to do something different today to start creating that extra exciting future of tomorrow. So with that said, the exercise for today, should you wish to participate, will be to stand in a mirror, look at your beautiful little face, take a deep breath, in through your nose, out through your mouth, assuming it's safe to do so and you feel called to do so. And we're going to say a little mantra, a little mantra to release us from the burdens of the past. So, I mean, you don't have to say it in the mirror. I like to go into the mirror because... 
I think it sort of turbocharges the energy. There's something about looking at yourself dead in the eye and acknowledging you as a human, as a soul within a human body and just being like, I'm looking at you in the eye. <laughs> you sort of can't escape from yourself in that respect and just say, so today I release the past and all that does not serve me in moving towards my greatest potential for the greater good. So today I release the past and all that does not serve me in moving towards my greatest potential for the greater good. And I'll say it again. So today I release the past and all that does not serve me in moving towards my greatest potential for the greater good. Now I like to repeat it three times. There's something about the repetition. The first time you're sort of just saying it. The second time comprehending what you're saying and then the third time you're truly affirming what you were saying after you've said it I'd do another three deep breaths in through your nose out through your mouth and when you're taking these three deep breaths I want you to really visualize the inhale like a bright light energy of your highest possible potential. And as you're exhaling, out with that stagnant energy that's been sitting there comfortable but no longer serving you. Enjoy the feeling of breathing that out and breathing in again deeply into your diaphragm. Breathing in that beautiful, bright light of the future and its possibilities and out again. With each breath, you're just essentially cleansing yourself. What I also like to do is, I don't know, I like to create a little sense of ceremony around some of the things that I do because I think it just, for me anyway, it helps me to, yeah, just really visualise transmuting this energy and letting it become something of the past. So after I've done my three deep breaths, what I might like to do is take some sips of water because water is so cleansing. And I really find that drinking water, sipping some water, then it helps me to, because you can sort of feel the sensation, whether it's cool water or warm water, it helps you to sort of visualize that, that cleansing within. You could use this as a daily mantra. You can use this as something to say when you just feel called to do it. If it's something that feels helpful for you, use it in whatever way you want. I just like to share the little things that I do that help me and I hope that they can help you too. So I have created what I'm calling the Manifest Your Perfect Day the Night Before Worksheet. It's essentially a PDF. It's for free. It's on the website. If you drop your email into the box, you will then receive a copy of the PDF and it's a nice little document that just helps you to get ready and create a most amazing and productive day the night before. So before you go to bed, you're downloading, decompressing from the day and setting yourself up to have the best day possible. These are the little things that I like to use that help me to stay positive, productive and just serve as really key points for self-reflection so you can catch yourself before things sort of spiral. That's why I really advocate for daily practice because then you've got so many possibilities to 
catch unhelpful behaviours as they arise, nip them in the bud, creating the best possible day the next day. So if you would like to download your very own daily reflection template for a more intentional day ahead, in the navigation, on the website, manifest your perfect day, I'll also drop a link in the show notes so you can catch it there. But I know that some people don't necessarily know that the show notes exist. Visit the Curl Squad and download your copy. So thank you for joining me. I hope you found some benefit in this episode. If it's resonated with you, then please do tell a friend. The most amazing way that this podcast is growing is literally through word of mouth, sisters telling sisters, people listening to the episodes and thinking, oh, you know what? I think so-and-so will benefit from that and sharing it. And that means so much to me because, yeah, I'm just out here trying to do my best with this one-man band. There is no team. It's just me trying to make the best out of life and trying to help you to create the best in your life so please do share the episodes follow us on socials you can come and find me at zoe.e.fox on instagram you can also follow the curl squad at the curl squad on instagram follow us on tiktok again at the curl squad and one of the greatest things that you could do for us if you do enjoy the content and if it does bring you any value is to give us a little rating and a review. If you are an Apple user, you can scroll on down after you've listened to an episode, leave a five-star review if you feel moved to. And also you can leave feedback or a comment about what you enjoy, what you want more of. That's a great way for me to know what you want from this podcast. It helps me to read the room. So please do leave a review. I would truly appreciate it. You can also rate on Spotify as well. And just know that I deeply appreciate it. Right then, my curl friend, sending you nothing but love for the rest of the week ahead. Big, 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 big love from the bottom of my heart to yours. And I will catch you next week. Big love, peace out, and I'll catch you then. <laughs> <laughs>